Hi, and welcome to the podcast. Today, today's uh, guest, an interview we did yesterday. Didn't get it up because it was a busy day with Alex, and otherwise we were all getting ready for Jeep Fest. But um, yeah, yeah, tonight, Thursday, and then tomorrow, uh, which is first Friday in Sylvania, to check out the Plain Air Art Festival. Plain Air Art Festival. Um, we'll get to Danny Fuller here shortly. She owns Fuller Art House in downtown Sylvania. When I read about this a couple of weeks ago in The Blade, uh, we have a lot of great art things to do in the area. I've said for years, you know, our art scene is our art scene here is way bigger than the remarkable Toledo Museum of Art that we have. You have obviously seen all the uh, beautiful murals. Like, are we running out of walls for all these beautiful murals? Wonderful pieces of art. The Arts Commission does a great job here. But this is going to take us out to Sylvania. Something was different when I read this article. I'm like, this is not... This is something different, and there's a there's a passion behind this with, with Danny and the people putting this on. Let me talk to these people. We'll get to them shortly. Um... Something in the blade today, uh, as uh, as uh, t- Jewish leaders in Toledo uh, offered some thoughts that the the Pittsburgh synagogue shooter is going to get the death penalty. I remember uh, I first threw this thought out on on the old morning show. I uh, I have a very esoteric way of looking at the death penalty. Um, maybe this person wants to die, like they would rather die than spend the rest of their life, which. That that's what it would be many lifetimes. Um, maybe they want to die. Me personally, I would not. Now look, whatever I would do to get me locked up for life I, would be a different brain I'd be thinking with. But right now, oh, you you can you can kill me. You can give me the chair. You can give me the needle. Uh, I don't want to be hanged, please. You want to do a firing squad? Fine. You want to throw me into a, a, a shark tank, like with real sharks? Fine. I do not want to spend the rest of my life behind bars. This person is not cut out for prison. Uh, so in, in in my case, dealing with me, oh, you're going to get locked up forever. Oh, we're not we're not even going to put you near. And if you get a cold, uh, we are going to rush you to the emergency room. You are not dying. So... I would get some type of uh, esteemed, revered psychoanalyst, psychiatrist, psychologist, somebody who can read psychopaths who do these ruthlessly evil things and go, what do you want? And let that, that analyst read what they believe that person wants or doesn't want. And then we give them the opposite. Like if this person, if this person wants to die, sorry. Your punishment is the rest of your life in jail. This person is terrified or just doesn't want to die. And they're, they, they, they know inside they can, they can live the rest of their life in jail. They weren't made to be in, the, in, the, in society anyway. So they can live in jail. Well, we're going to kill you. Interesting, I think. Uh, the other interesting thought be, uh, that's come up again, I think there was a, a deadly car accident. Um, an older gentleman died uh, on Kenwood Street in Old Orchard. Uh, this was a story earlier this week. Or I read this yesterday, and then I believe there was another Vision Zero meeting with the mayor uh, and Sam Meldon in his district. I think that's District 5 in the Old Orchard area in, in West Toledo. And um, Sam, for several years, I, I called him Slow Down Sammy because him, as a dad, I think of two girls, um, wants people driving slower in neighborhoods. I'll throw out this very esoteric and seemingly counterintuitive counterintuitive 
um, suggestion from a couple of weeks ago. Um, they said uh, they said at this meeting, we can't. It takes it takes a minute to reduce the speed limits from 35 to 25. Heck, if if people want it that slow, let, let's go lower, 20, 15. Um, I believe they're going to put more of these little posts up. Um, I, I think these are the chicanes. Um, I think these are what you have seen used in Maumee on on Conant. To, they're just poles that come out of the ground. Somehow uh, narrowing the streets with them will slow people down. Sure. Um, I still remember the first time I was driving around this area before I even lived here. I was commuting from Southfield and I was driving around. Where was I? Uh, like in North Toledo-ish, north, south North Toledo, uh, near the Craig Bridge and those neighborhoods near the uh, Wayman Palmer Y. I saw, I didn't see the bump. I didn't see the sign for the bump. And I, I think I got air. Now, I do have a problem with the, the speed bumps, that with the speed hills that we have. Um, I think I drive respectfully in neighborhoods. Um, but I think the sign that says bump is too close to, um, to the bumps. Uh, they should move those further out so I can adjust and be prepared for it so I don't lose control of my car regardless of how slow I'm going. Uh, so put those things up. Just move the signs up closer. And then the other thing, the counterintuitive idea, uh, t- tell kids to go out and play in the goddamn streets. What do you mean? You want to put kids in harm's way? No, not necessarily. But we grew up in these streets. Um, and I think if you have more kids, I mean, th- this this kills, no pun intended, kind of not tasteless, obviously. Um, this kills two birds with one stone. We get kids out playing again. And we slow people down because I would think if you see like a, a horde of kids, if you see four or five, six kids out playing in neighborhood streets, not like central or large roads, neighborhood streets where we want these people to slow down, where the speed bumps are, uh, speed hills, mountains. Um, if you see a bunch of kids playing, you're, you're likely to see them rather than just maybe a person or a kid. So we get kids outside playing, being active, and people will slow the heck down. I know it sounds a little quirky, quite counterintuitive to send more kids who aren't necessarily paying attention out in front of people who aren't necessarily paying attention. Um, hopefully, it's in Michigan where the phone, the phone law has come into play. Um, I don't know if it's a primary offense there, but I know it's a much more serious issue. I think size of cars is a thing. People always in a rush is a thing. People, people knowing that people still driving quickly from when the roads were empty during COVID. Um, police not necessarily wanting to make traffic stops because there's bigger fish to fry. They don't want the, the, the encounter, the engagement. I get that. There's still some of that a variety of reasons. I still think phones are the biggest issue. And if you think that I'm overestimating that, if you're driving right now or next time you're in the car, just look around. There's, there's, I don't know how many people are on your commute and how you see, but there will be multiple people who will be doing things on their phone that they should not be doing. Let's crack down on that. I'm pretty sure we'll save some lives. What was the last thing I, oh, um, Jeep Fest. Um, may, I will see you hopefully uh, after the parade. Um, I'll be at Imagination Station for the Kids Zone. I believe Lucas County kids get in free all day Saturday. They'll have lots of fun programming, things to do. I'll have some tickets to give away. 
uh, for uh, Jimmy Eat World and maybe some other tickets, concert tickets, zoo passes. Stop by, say hi. Last year, I did something very, uh, very anti-Eric. I don't know what came over me, but um, as as it was, the day was getting fired up, I just pulled my phone out, grabbed some friends together, and we took a picture, and I went on a selfie rampage. I must have taken 30. Might do that again this year. Now that I'm planning it, I probably will not do it at all. Uh, Whitney Rolfcar, I hope I pronounced Whitney's last name. She uh, works for Thread Marketing and is the, uh, she's a director. She puts like every wheel, person, booth, per everything. She puts everything together for Toledo Jeep Fest um, and has built a global event. Uh, I think we were 60, 70, 80,000. Um, in in the last year or so, this year will definitely be bigger because we're we've built it. I think it's the sixth Jeep Fest. I think it was 16, 18, 19, no, 21. We were still coming back, even though we had beautiful hot weather. Uh, and last year was was another year, another year removed from COVID. This could, um, through all those thoughts, make this the biggest year ever. We've had nice we've had nice weather relatively speaking, for all of it. I don't remember 16. 18 was good. 19 was good. Um, 21 was sunny and hot. Actually, a couple of those earlier years were sunny and hot, but it's August. Uh, last year was overcast, um, but I don't remember any washout days for Jeep Fest, so I uh, texted Whitney this morning, um, and I, I said... <laughs> If I ever hold like a major outdoor event, I'm hiring you to do it. Because if I'm holding an outdoor event, uh, I don't want it to be washed away. And seemingly you have some magic weather pixie dust that gives us phenomenal weather for everyone here to enjoy Jeep Fest and people that are coming from around the country and around the world for um, this three-day weekend. Hope to see you at Imagination Station. Uh, And I hope you get your Matchbox 20 show tomorrow night. Uh, We actually have three... Pretty sizable concerts for a Friday night in Toledo. Scotty McCreary uh, is part of the Jeep Fest thing. That's downtown. My friends Amelia Earhart's are converting over to their their country version of themselves north of Nashville. They're opening for Scotty McCreary. Lindsey Sterling, the experiential viol- violinist, is back in the area. She's at Centennial Terrace. Um, the weekend closes there with the Festival of India. Definitely something I think you should check out. Uh, but also... Friday night, Matchbox 20. Finally here. I think there's been three rescheduled years. I will not believe that the show will go on until they're into the middle of their set. Actually, until they leave. Because I could see one of the gorillas getting loose and destroying all the concert equipment. And no Matchbox 20. It just wasn't meant to be. So before we get to Danny Fuller, and I deeply appreciate her um, taking some time out of a very busy week, the the Plan Air um Art Festival has been much bigger than she expected. She was supposed to come in, but we did the phone, and I'll grab her in just a moment here. Um, Matchbox 20. Three favorite songs. You, um, Back to Good, which I didn't like at first. That's one of the first songs I remember when I moved to Detroit to a radio station that uh, just sold to a, a sold itself. Not It's not what it was. Um, different owners, unlike anything ever before. I think it, I think they got sold to Christian radio before it was commercial radio like us. Back to good. Bent. And how far we've come. 
special honorees if you're gone simply for the beauty of it and uh it's not a matchbox 20 song it's a rob thomas song but lonely no more if you're going tomorrow night i hope you have a blast um i hope they appreciate and thank you for your patience in all the rescheduled dates let's get to danny fuller now maybe you can make it out if not check her out and everything else artful happening in sylvania especially next month with pets a little busy this week (laughs) Yeah, a little bit busier than I thought, so I appreciate you being able to do it this way versus the other way. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, we're gonna jump right in because I don't want to waste any of your time, and I, I guess it's, uh, I guess it's, it's, it's good that you're uh, busier than expected. A good turnout for what's been going on so far. Amazing turnout. We have over a hundred artists out all over Sylvania Township. Um, it's 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 like taking your expectation and then quadrupling it. <laughs> good, good. Uh, Danny Fuller, you're owner of the Fuller Art House um, on Maine in Sylvania. But this is a different kind of art festival. It, am I saying this right? Because I know it's a French word. Is it plein? Plain. 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 Say it with an yes. Um, can you explain what that is? When I was reading the story um, featuring this a couple of weeks ago, I know we have a lot of great um, art here in the community. I've always said it's well beyond things on Adams and the Art Museum. It's all over Northwest Ohio. But there was something when I was reading about this that made this very different. So explain all of it, if you would. Sure, absolutely. So Plain Air Festival is really outdoor painting. Um, it's giving them an op- opportunity to experience the beautiful landscape, buildings, historical um, features of our town. But we, you kind of put a spin on it. And when you make it a festival and you, you put this together, it's almost a competition. Um, and there are about 15 to 20 different ways where you can actually make money on this event as well. What? Um, a lot of the business. Okay, go ahead. I was just, I was saying, get, the money making ways, share them, please. Yeah, so all a lot of the businesses in downtown Sylvania and throughout Sylvania, Mayberry Ice Cream, um, the Sylvania Credit Union, but like our gallery, Hudson Gallery, um, J and G's, we all we all put up money. And what the artists do is they're coming around and they're painting all these locations, and I get to decide which painting I like the best for my building. And then whichever painting I choose, they make that money. I love it. I love it. Um, so for those listening right now that, that might be listening on the radio, uh, this event has already concluded. For those in the podcast, you still have a couple of days. This runs through Friday with uh, with Redbird, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it will end on Friday, and um, it will be on display. All the work from what they've done all week long will be on display in both Fuller Art House and as well as a youth category that will take place at Art Supply Depot. Excellent. Um, but all the work, yeah, all the work will be on display for the next two weeks. How, this seems like it's been a brainchild of yours for quite some time, and, and something about Art Supply Depot um, arriving, yes. like, thrusted this in the full gear? Oh, gosh, yes. So with, with the extension of our art dreams, having Art Supply Depot move down here, um, basically now I just go there, I share an idea, and, with her crazy mind, we, we pull it off. We've got a lot of people that are involved in that, but her addition to our community has really elevated what we're trying to create. A little bit more than expected this week. Um, why do you think that is with this being a, a unique and first-time event? I think the fact that we got 105 artists registered and signed up was number one. That was double what we even anticipated. Um, but I would say it's the response to the, you know, from the artists 
They're telling us how much they love Sylvania, how much they love the energy here, how much they love the art community. These are people that are coming from Canada, Florida, Pennsylvania, wow. Indiana. They do these exhibits or these shows all the time. And they are having such a great time. They're they're being welcomed by our community. People are walking up and down the streets, asking them questions, making them feel so special. Um, so it's a combination of both the artists, but also our community's embracing of it as well. What initially got you involved uh, with, for, again, forgive my French, literally, it, with, with plain <laughs> art? Well, I actually represent quite a few plain air artists in the gallery. Um, I've watched some of the stuff they do. I love the work that they create. And I, I just think with the two fine art galleries down here and the art supply store, we've just really created a stage and opportunity for something like this to happen. And I've been dreaming at it for a while. Um, I admire the artists that I have that do it. And I just think, as you can see what's taking place now, we almost have the perfect ingredients for an event like this. Can you so it was easy to pull it off. Can you paint, uh, no, no pun intended, can you paint a picture for me of someone listening right now, like what they would see that's happening uh, with the event? Well, I'm looking out my window right now, and I see about four artists lined up on Main Street painting my building. <laughs> if I look to the left, I can see people painting J&Gs. There are several artists in the corner park right now that are very focused on probably J&Gs and uh, Inside the Five. Those all have purchase prize awards. Um, I took a walk down to Haroon Park, and there were people all along the river painting. You ask them, and they are having the time of their life. You, it, it's, a, it's just The energy is, is just as visual as actually seeing it. I can definitely see the painting of a pizza being, especially a J&Gs pizza, being extremely popular. Yes, yes, it is. It is popular. Uh, they're all popular, but it's great, yeah. When I was reading a little bit about the plain air, it's basically just painting outside, and that comes with some, some distinct challenges that you don't have in a studio. In a studio, Could you talk about that a little bit? Well, lighting being number one. So you, you go out in the morning, your lighting is going to change dramatically. Obviously, by the evening, your shadows are going to change really quickly, too. So you've got to be able to draw in rather quickly your design so that, you know, it doesn't get lost. Uh, obviously, weather. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they've all been told if, if it was raining, they'd be all painting indoors. They'd be doing different paintings throughout Sylvania on the inside. So we had a backup plan. Well, the backup plan was to be inside? Yes, yes. Um, you would definitely have to transfer to indoors. You could have some other challenges as well because you are outside and you're at the mercy of so many things besides whether you talked about light, but people, um, yeah. m mosquitoes, uh, where, like other kinds of critters. Um, I mean, it's such a different experience reading about this from being in your studio where maybe you, you've got to be in the zone. You've got to feel that flow. And outside, it's like the complete opposite of that. Right. You've got to be reactive to everything that's going on around you. Um, you know, you could get someone that wants to talk your ear off, right. <laughs> wants to ask you about all your methods and everything that you do. And, you know, art can sometimes be a concentration. Sure. So, you you know, you've got to balance all the, yes, environmental factors that are going on around you to, to keep you going. But a lot of these people, they're they're pushing out like five paintings a day. So wow. they're pretty they're pretty talented. I call it like the... The 5K for runners. You know? I like it. I it's, like it. Yeah, because it's an opportunity to get out for the weekend or get out for the week and show, you know, what you can do and be competitive with some award-winning money, but bring some awareness to what 
plein air is, brings awareness to the beauty of an original, original piece of art, which is what we push so much down here in Slovenia. You had mentioned that people have come from, from all over, and this is my first time hearing about this. It's the first time Slovenia is doing this, and I'm sure the first of many uh, of annual events to come. Um, when, yeah. Where is a, a, the most regional one that someone could have traveled to either in the last handful of months or in the months to come, but now we have that here? Where's the closest one? Um, there's going to be one next week in Dexter, Michigan, which is about 10 minutes outside of Ann Arbor. Sure. Um, they're very popular up in the Traverse City area, you know, along uh, Lake Michigan. Um, smaller, you know, different towns. Oh, gosh, there's tons out at West in Arizona, but the closest one right now is, I think, next week in Dexter, Michigan. Excellent. Um, we've all been at all, all of our metro parks all over the area, and I can't recall seeing too many people uh, painting, doing any kind of art. Where's a common spot to, to find someone doing plain air painting? Uh, in, like, some of the more park areas. I know that there were um, quite a few people down at Olander Park yesterday, down at Haroon Park. I know a few people were taking advantage of Wildwood. Um, but yeah, and I the whole the whole point of this is the domino effect is that now people are going to feel more and more comfortable going out and painting because they're going to have an appreciation and they're going to have people interested. And so we're elevating our Saturday painters that have been in the Toledo area for you know eighty years. Good, good. Um, if somebody wants to get really, really talented and maybe win some kind of quirky side prize, they can do the construction that's mm-hmm. on Monroe Street and make some creativity out of that. They sure can. They sure can. Um, la- make some beautiful art. Last last couple of things as this wraps up. What what entails for the Fuller Out Art Gallery? You personally and all of this moving forward. How can people follow along and maybe get more involved um, with what you have? Well, you know, you can obviously follow Fuller Art House. Sign up for our um, newsletter. We've got workshops and classes that are happening all the time. A lot of them are plein air related. We do a lot of plein air um, classes. We do a lot of live painting classes, a lot of live um, classes. Um, our next big event is in September. It's a dog show, ironically. Um, so, you know, Fuller Art House has new exhibits every five to seven weeks. So we're always showing you something new. What's the dog show? Are you, are you plein air painting dogs? Because I could see how challenging that that could be getting them to sit still. Uh, no, that would be very hard. Yeah. So, no, they're going to be, they're gonna be uh, dogs and cats with a lot of character. Actually, our... Um, our September art walk is all about dogs and cats. So we're uh, we're taking it to the streets. It's going to be more outside than inside, and we're yeah we're gonna we know that people love their dogs. So we're trying yeah. to celebrate everything and anything we can. I have I have two with very very much character. You mentioned that there's a kid aspect to this. Um, how could kids get involved with some of the things coming up, if at all? Absolutely. Um, we like I said, we have classes here. Art Supply Depot has classes. We are, I, I push a lot of classes towards the younger kids because they are ready to go. You know what I mean? They're ready to learn and um, exposure, but th- there's going to be tons of classes for them to get involved in moving forward so that they all feel comfortable being out there and painting. There are 14-year-olds, 8-year-olds, 10-year-olds out there now, and we want that to just grow. And I guess like- It's a tw- confident builder. 28-year-olds, 38-year-olds, 68-year-olds. Yes. Re- nobody should, nobody yes. should feel fearful of coming and being a part of one of these, right? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, we, we just made a t-shirt for the for First Friday and it says, just paint. That's all you can do. Just I like paint. It. I like no it. fear. Danny, yeah. Danny Fuller, congrats on getting this uh, up and running. It's, uh, thanks for taking a couple of minutes uh, away from what seems like a really, really busy, successful week. So thank you. 
You're very welcome, and I appreciate you uh, reaching out. Of course. Danny, take care. Thank you.